0: As a dynamic global organization, City is fueled by talented individuals with diverse perspectives. Explore front-end to back-end software engineers, application developers, scrum masters, product owners, and more at jobs.city.com tech. At City, they're more than just a bank. Welcome to the Stack Overflow podcast, a place to talk about all things software and technology. My name is Ryan Donovan. I edit the blog here at Stack Overflow. And today we are talking about Svelte and how we're using it how we're moving certain parts of our UI to it and uh, how we were developing our AI systems using Svelte. My guest today is Jamir Juan Cristani, a senior front-end engineer and tech lead for the Stacks design system here at Stack Overflow. So welcome uh, to the program, Giamir.
1: Hello, hello, Ryan. Thanks for having me looking forward actually to have this chat with you about Svelte and what we've been doing with Svelte and Stack like Overflow
0: lately. So at the beginning of these episodes, we, we like to ask our guests who they are, how they got into technology, give a brief overview of, of your career up to this point.
1: Sure. So I'm Italian. I'm originally from Italy. So I actually studied in, in Pisa. I come from Tuscany. That is where I did my my study in computer engineering. And then in my early twenties, I actually like move to London, in UK, and there is actually where I learn about extreme programming, something that they don't teach often, like in in university, like so agile, pair programming, and all this good stuff like uh, help us write good quality software. And therefore, I decided to do actually a bootcamp, there, a four months intense bootcamp that introduced me like to, I would say my first professional software company which has been ThoughtWorks. Uh, so ThoughtWorks is this global technology uh, consultancy that I joined seven years ago and uh, in there let's say I've become a sort of UI subject matter expert of the time. I've been there for around seven years and last year, last summer actually, like I, I thought I wanted to take a break like from consulting and there was an opening on the design system team of Stack Overflow and I thought that would be a good occasion for me to join a product company like uh, and uh, help out at the same time the global developer community. So I was lucky enough like to to get hired and part of the job description for that opening was, okay, Stack Overflow wants to modernize a little bit like how we're doing front-end development and I guess this is one of the reasons also why we, we are here today talking about Svelte. So it's uh, because we, we've we done some work in the past year in my team to enable the product engineering organization to build UIs in a more modern way.
0: So you say that they wanted you to come in and, and modernize the UI, the front end. What was the UI landscape before you came in?
1: Yeah, so... Stack Overflow now, uh, it's a f- more than 15 years old company, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, and being a tech core company, like like we are working, like, or primarily the development is being done, like, in a monolithic monolithic.net application. And talking about front-end, uh, Razor has been the view engine, like, if you mm-hmm. want to go a little bit more, like, into the technical detail that has been used across the organization, like, for many, many years, like, and for creating interactivity like the little interactivity that was needed back then in 2008 Mm -hmm. of course like jquery was used because it was the de facto technology right right, back then like and i think he he has done a great job like as a library like to bring us where we are today Mm -hmm. like in terms of front-end development but over the year like things have changed and uh you know, with the introduction of, of Node.js in 2009, there's been a lot of tooling like, that has been created for front-end development. And the developer experience have evolved a lot. And uh, Stack Overflow, while there were some projects here and there, like where there was an attempt, let's say, like to migrate to more modern approaches mm-hmm. like and perhaps introduce some more modern tools. In the monolith application that we call core, uh, Mm -hmm. here internally it's called the core. jQuery was still, even when I joined, like the primary technology used by engineers, Mm -hmm. like to essentially build uh, user interfaces. So we had these challenges, and like we had to actually come together as an organization, like and see what we could do, like to set us on the right track, like to mm-hmm. build UIs in a more modern way.
0: Yeah. I mean I, I feel like the, the last fifteen years have been kind of a golden age for front end frameworks, right? Like that's the era of Angular and React and all these others have been created in that, that time. Like Absolutely. So what's what are the sort of front end paradigms that have been introduced that Stack Overflow wasn't taking advantage of?
1: Yeah, so I would say that Primarily, what we've seen, like with the introduction, I would say React was one of the first frameworks that popularized the component based architecture, like mm-hmm. on, on front end development. And this was something that Stack Overflow wasn't done quite yet. Right? So it's something that when we went out and say, okay, what we can do to introduce this component based front end architecture, Stack Overflow, it's something that we consider and yeah as i say react was the first one and then mm-hmm. i guess all the other framework there was angular js and then we all know what happened between sure. angular js and angular Two, mm-hmm. right like, there was some breaking changes and sure. angular Two actually like started to use also a component base like kind of architecture and then we had view and all the main framework that later on that they all leverage component-based architecture because uh, it's a good model to Mm. describe user interfaces,
0: Yeah, it's all very modular. Do do you think it sort of follows the same sort of um, back-end mindset where everybody's moving to service architectures?
1: Yes. uh, Well, I would say yes. Certainly, there is an aspect of encapsulation, right, that comes Mm. with this component-based architecture. So. What a component allows you to do, right, is to describe all the things you need, essentially, like, in a in a nicely box that can be shipped. So you have your mm. HTML, your JavaScript that helps you with behavior, your styles, all in one block that then can be rendered wherever you need, right? Like, mm. uh, so mm. there is this nice concept of encapsulation. And in a way, yeah, also in the backhand, like, there is a lot of talk about modularization, like, like and, well, uh, microservices what whatnot. Like, the idea of creating these components, like, that are, mm-hmm. let's say, tied to a specific domain, like, of uh, your business, like, and then being able to think about them in an easy way, right? Because mm-hmm. it's, you know, you kind of have everything scoped there and you don't have a lot of cognitive overhead as mm-hmm. an engineer.
0: Yeah, and I think what initially caught my eye is that you you did a survey of the front end developers working on our new uh, Overflow AI stuff, and I assume they were given leeway to pick whatever tools they wanted. Is that right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, yeah,
0: and a hundred percent of them were using Svelte.
1: Yes, that is correct. Like, so we were kind of surprising my team as as you say. Like, I'm part of the stacks team that which is the Let's say that it's the design system team here at Stack Overflow and is also the custodian of all things front end, like uh, mm-hmm. to understand. So it, we are also an enablement team for the, for the other teams. And we introduced Belt, and I think that was around April, May. And we were impressed how quickly like, teams jumped mm-hmm. on this new technology to mm-hmm. experiment and prototype all these new Overflow AI feature. So one of the things that the Framework like Belt actually brings to the table, like it's fast experimentation, like and fast time mm-hmm. time to market. Like when you have to try out an idea fast, I like, can see like if it works, it's a really great tool compared mm-hmm. to maybe, you know, a more complex architecture. Uh, uh, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: we were very... Surprise in a nice mm-hmm. way, right? That uh, engineers they jump on it mm-hmm. so quickly. Yeah,
0: in our uh, last developer survey, it was one of the most admired frameworks, yeah. and I think it was a very n- new on the survey. So, what what is it about Svelte that makes it so uh, lovable?
1: Yeah, I would say it's simplicity. Like, like to mm. understand. So, what happened uh, from 2009 till now is that uh, we've seen. A lot of framework coming into the market, right? Mm-hmm. If you think about, especially Angular, but like there are a lot of frameworks that are quite heavy, right? And it takes quite a bit. There's a quite a bit of a learning curve, like for engineers to get productive mm-hmm. with it, right? So, and here at Stack Overflow, especially we have a lot of full stack engineers. So we have cross functional teams where engineers need to be able to do a little bit of everything, not just front end things. So they don't have the mental space of, you know, just learning like a full-fledged framework. Mm-hmm. So having something a little bit simpler to an extent, you know, get closer again, like to the actual standard of the language, right? Like so to mm-hmm. HTML, like, and playing JavaScript, like to an extent, but just mm-hmm. uh, sprinkle on those concepts a little bit of reactivity, right? Like it was... At least for our engineer, it was actually like what was so appealing, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, a technology like React, which is pretty popular, mm-hmm. which we also consider, by the way, like when we actually came out, we had to make a decision like uh, mm-hmm. on which framework to pick. It's certainly a little bit more heavy. So while it might be a bit easier, like for people that already know the concept mm-hmm. and maybe to an extent, it's even easier to find out there React developers like, in the market for engineers that maybe are a bit more specialized into the .NET ecosystem and C-sharp, mm-hmm. like it might have been a steeper learning curve. So yeah. that's one aspect. The other mm-hmm. aspect, of course, is performance. And mm-hmm. here as Stack Overflow, we have, you know, these massive sites that we need to maintain. We have so many people visiting our website, every day and we certainly don't want to send to the user a lot of framework code that mm-hmm. is not really necessary so the fact that Svelte helps with this runtime less concept so it doesn't have a runtime like it mm-hmm. was uh it was quite appealing to us and we did also some proof of concept to see how introducing the framework will impact like some user metric and we saw that Svelte compared to React, for example, like, was performing way better and that was another factor for us why mm. we decided to go this belt way rather than maybe a bigger <laughs> framework. Yeah, right? yeah,
0: yeah. and just sort of glancing at the Svelte site, one of the things I, I noticed that it has a, a build process and it feels like a lot of these languages that were, like, interpreted no build process are now moving towards build processes, like, there's a, a language built off of Python now called Mojo that's moving to a compiled binary.
1: Mm, yeah. Do you
0: think there is simplicity to just building it to the basic building blocks?
1: Yeah, I think as Belted, one of the cool new things that Svelte brought to the table back when it was introduced was was the fact that it was doing most of the job at build time, as you mentioned, right? Like mm-hmm. so Uh, that was essentially allowing the tool to don't ship a runtime, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So Svelte, in a way, like sometimes it's described also as its own language, like, and he has a compiler, like, so the code goes through a compiler and gets optimized, like before actually the code gets sent like to the final user. So it's certainly a trend that we are seeing at the moment. I know Mm -hmm. that also like other of like including React, they have people within their core team that they are experimenting, uh, reducing their runtime like, and just trying to do as much as possible at build time so that the final user experience right, is mm-hmm. not impacted by the JavaScript that needs to be parsed like, in, into, mm-hmm. the, into the browser of, of our user.:
0: Yeah, and you know we're a very international site. So I think taking account into like the various network loads and performance capabilities of people around the world is is pretty important.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, we have introduced as well, like specifically to address the part of our UI that are more, let's say, that they need to be a bit more interactive, like mm. but the whole architecture of, overflow is still a server side render architecture so we essentially try to do our best like to serve the content to the users like in the quickest amount of time right Mm -hmm. like uh, even if they necessarily don't have for example javascript activated or something like that it's just that when you get to this path of our website that is always evolving that need interactivity, mm-hmm. then it's where we introduce, where we actually recommend to use something a bit more modern, like Svelte, right? So we actually borrow a concept from Astro, which is another player like in the front-end world. Mm-hmm. And we started to call these interactive things that are in our website interactive islands. And those are mm-hmm. the parts that are actually implemented in Svelte uh, with client side yeah. rendering.
0: Okay. So I thought this was just for the new AI stuff, but it sounds like this is going to be everywhere on the site, right? Is that true? Yeah.
1: In fact, like it's already the case. Like, so we already have a couple of islands where some stuff has been migrated because it was written maybe. in jQuery and all technology mm. and uh, engineers, they actually wanted to migrate to something that becomes also more testable. I think one of mm. the nicety of introducing such a framework, such structure like RocketBase is that we can start to test better also mm. like what we are doing. While the classic approach coming from the past where you just sprinkle some, let's say jQuery or whatever JavaScript just into the page, that becomes a bit tricky to test like mm-hmm. you can only test it generally only when you do this kind of end-to-end test right where you just assemble everything together bring everything up and then test it the fact that you can have this component-based model like it mm-hmm. allows you to test in isolation a bit better which mm-hmm. uh, is of course a tenant, like, like if you want to write good quality software
0: yeah i know that's that's something we've been moving to we did a article with uh, another engineer here, Wouter Decort, about mm-hmm. how we're improving our unit testing. So it's it's interesting that that's applying to the front end now too.
1: Yeah, absolutely, because when we want to create these highly interactive experiences, like this, mm-hmm. requires coding, right? Like, and right. the more code you write, uh, you want to be able to test this code, right? So, <laughs> right.
0: so like you said, it's it's a pretty venerable code base, big monolith, fifteen years old. How did you go about? integrating it into the existing code base
1: yeah that was uh, something that uh, for us was very important like we we didn't just want to come up as more of a enablement team platform team like to just come up with a recommendation and we say oh we think that as that, is going to be a good tool mm-hmm. for us we actually wanted also to come up with some guidelines and guardrails like and, and some tooling like to mm-hmm. support our engineers are like, starting to adopt Svelte in our codebase like which is very big as you say like it's 15 years old now so right. as i say we come up with this concept uh, that we started to call internally interactive islands like where mm-hmm. essentially like engineers now like can create like these uh, Svelte components like in an environment where they will get access also to all modern tools such as, uh, you know, lint, uh, formatters, mm-hmm. uh, testing is another things that I mentioned. Like, so we created like something that internally we call an island scripts-like package or CLI that mm-hmm. allow engineers to spin up new Svelte islands quickly. And essentially, like then these islands, they can be plugged like wherever it's needed in the website. and right? So mm-hmm. these islands, they can be sometimes as big as a whole page, but also as small as, you know, a small component on the side, like on the sidebar or something like that. Right? So that's up to the engineers, like how they want to do that. There are some trade-offs, of course, like as always in For software sure. architecture, like, that you need to <laughs> need to make, like when you're developing a feature. If you need to develop something very interactive, you probably wanna go and build an island. Otherwise mm. you might wanna stick like to the old pattern of having everything or you know, render service side by razor because our primary UI technology, like to an extent, is still a razor because we have this mm. MVC approach like for our for our UI.
0: Oh, okay. So can you say if this is increased or decreased the sort of amount of code we're shipping to users.
1: You mean like the introduction of as well yeah. So it depends, right? Like, as always, like, <laughs> it, it, it software engineers, like...
0: Classic engineer.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we always we always say it depends. So I'm saying it depends, like, uh, because it depends the feature, like, that you are actually building, like, to, to mm. understand this tool. And we pick Svelte specifically because... Is one of those frameworks that doesn't introduce a lot of bloated stuff, like to the website. Like, right? so we wanted to keep the website as lean as possible. But as always, like, like if you have the possibility to just render static HTML and don't pass right. any JavaScript down the line, that's sort of will always be less bloated, right? Like, like to to an extent. So, I think again. It's about trade-offs, like, when we talk about performance in the context of all these front-end tools that are out there, Svelte certainly shine, right, compared to the competition Mm -hmm. or at least the major competitors such as, you know, uh, React and
0: Angular. Mm -hmm. So how is the move taken by our engineers? I know we have some folks who are nearly as venerable as the site.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a very good question, actually. So there was a little bit, at least in the beginning of, I wouldn't say necessarily skepticism, but especially mm-hmm. from the people that have been at Stackable for for many years, like, and they've seen also the attempt of introducing certain technology fail. Like they were a bit careful, right, like about all of this. But I think that we've done a decent job to bring. The whole organization on a journey together. So we started Mm -hmm. actually from establishing a front end guild, like, which essentially you Mm -hmm. can imagine it as a group of people that are passionate about a specific topic, in this case, about front end. And then taking it from there, understanding the pain points that the engineers were having, like, and from the get go, really Always questioning what makes sense for us as an organization. So, for example, I come from a background I never used belt before, so I had to learn quite a bit and mm-hmm. do quite some research. Like while actually like <laughs> picking up this technology, I come mm-hmm. from a background where I use a lot React, a lot Angular, like uh, and also mm-hmm. some other more esoteric technologies. Like, but I, I didn't use belt and. We ended up picking Svelte, like, so I, I didn't come in, for example, and say, "Okay, now we're gonna introduce React." Because like, so we we kind of together we just like create also fat and data, like so we we went and experiment to proof of concept, and we've seen that Svelte was nicely integrating in what we have in the context that we have today, and that helped a lot engineers to jump on board, even the ones that. They were maybe a little bit more skeptical in the beginning, right?
0: Yeah. So I know our design system is is open source, right? Stack Overflow dot design. Mm-hmm. So is that being migrated to Svelte as well?
1: Uh, so the short answer is no. So the design system, it's just a big word like that, essentially describe like a little bit the story of how an organization mm-hmm. uh, build UI. So. It's Let's put it like that. There are different artifacts that are part of a design system. In terms of technical artifacts, we have our primary design system or our primary library is an atomic CSS library. So something Mm. comparable to Bootstrap or Tailwind these days, like Tailwind, where we have these atomic classes and also we have CSS classes also for components. So that will stay the same, right? Like Mm. it, it won't change. What will actually change it. What we will start investing in is in what we call as belt Component Library. And because our design system is called Stacks, confusingly enough, Stacks with sure. an S at the end. <laughs> so the, we will invest in a Stacks as Belty Library, which essentially will enable engineers to assemble UI even faster than just mm-hmm. with, you know, the bare-bone CSS classes, right? like so. That's mm-hmm. what we are investing, like like right now these these days.
0: Like, so, yeah. so besides that, what's the future hold for Svelte at Stack Overflow? Oh
1: so, yeah, we are at the very beginning, but we are super excited about the choice we have made. We are excited about like what we're seeing, like also in the Svelte community in general. So we, there is the, the Svelte five major release coming up that is actually going to address with this concept called Svelte Mm Runes some of the the actual things that engineers have complained a little bit about, which is reactivity (laughs) in Svelte. That can be a Uh. bit confusing at times compared to other frameworks. So we are really excited about that. And we are also starting to experiment with SvelteKit, which is the companion Mm -hmm. framework or app framework for Svelte. Because here at Stack Overflow, we are try to move a little bit more to the centralized architectures like and mm-hmm. this provides opportunity actually for potentially build full-fledged part like of our products like in Svelte. Like, so essentially all the UI being taken care of by Svelte and Svelte kids. So Really exciting time, and uh, probably by the end of the year we might have some more recommendation and news. Like right. uh, and potentially <laughs> have uh, maybe spell tickets also in, into the mix here
0: as well. Mm-hmm. So. very exciting.
1: You know, one of the reason also why we wanted to introduce a more modern technology was about attract and retain from 10 dev talents, I like, Because in mm-hmm. the past maybe we struggle a bit with that being, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, majority of our developers being specialized like on the .Net ecosystem and C-sharp, mm-hmm. like, so I think that this is an opportunity like, like to show that we are doing cool things also like on the, mm-hmm. <laughs> on the front-end side.
0: Well, that is the end of the show. As we do, I'm going to shout out a popular Svelte question asked four years ago by Felix Paradis. How to pass parameters to onclick in Svelte. I assume that's very important. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, 71,000 people thought it was important. So I'm Ryan Donovan. I edit the blog here at Stack Overflow. You can find it at stackoverflow.blog. And if you want to find me on X, you can reach out at Donovan.
1: And I'm Johnny Boncristiani. I'm the tech lead of the Stacks Design System team here at Stack Overflow. And you can find our work at stackoverflow.design. And if you want to find me, you can find me next. Like, and my uh, handler is at Jamir.
0: All right. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye.